Lord, anoint me afresh, Lord. Prepare hearts tonight, Lord. Speak into hearts tonight, Lord. And I just want to give you all the glory, Lord. And I thank you afresh for Calvary. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for having me up here tonight. It's a, it's a very serious thing to stand behind that pulpit. And I'd like to thank the pastor for asking me up tonight. And he, but he did promise me a piece of rock from his holidays. So if he's watching, don't forget. Right. I, uh, if I have one thing to say tonight, I can bring it through in the course of a hymn. I'm just going to read it out. This was my testimony summed up. My mistakes God turned into miracles. My tears he turned into joy. My past forgiven. A new name was written. Mercy rewrote my life. You know, friends, tonight I could sit down after that. I just thank him tonight for his amazing grace and his mercy. Well, Vicky warned me not to be using too many notes, and she's right. There she's there. But anyway, you know, something I stand up here tonight, I don't think I'm anything special. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. You know, as our brother Stephen preached this morning, I can relate to what he brought this morning. This last three days, I've had a battle in the mind. But you know what? I had to remain Satan. I'm a child of the king. So get behind me. But tonight, you know, I just want to see God glorified tonight. As I said before, it's nothing to do with me. But anyhow, I was blessed to grow up in a Christian home with saved parents, older brother, younger sister. But you never told me about my twin brother over there, Hassan. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how that works, but all joking aside, he's maybe not my bro- blood brother, but he's a true brother in the Lord. And I thank the Lord for him. You know, the Bible says, iron sharpeneth iron, and so does the countenance of a friend. And I thank God for him. Even day to day, he would tax me and share scripture with me, and I just thank God for him. As I said, I grew up in a Christian home. I was blessed. And uh, I went to all the meetings of the day. My dad took me along to Sunday school, church, BB, youth club, whether I liked it or not. But anyway, I thank God for faithful parents. You know, there's nights I would have heard my dad excuse me, praying for us. You know, he prayed for 25 years before he came to the Lord. So I just want to say, tonight, don't give up in prayer. I'm standing here by a work of grace. So yes, I grew up a Christian home and I just, as I said, I went to all the Sunday school, church, BB and I thank for the faithful, faithfulness of the leaders and I praise God for them. Yes, so I went, grew up, went to school, uh, didn't learn very much as you could probably hear, 
with my etiquette wouldn't be the best. But to God be all the glory, I uh, grew up, I had no time for the gospel, I'm ashamed to say. Another thing I'm going to say tonight, I do not want to give the devil the glory. I'm here to lift up Jesus, not what I did in my past. But I grew up, again, I said my mum and dad were faithful, taking us to meetings and whatever. But I turned my back on God. I, to my shame, I had no time for the Lord. Grew up in school. At 18, I joined. Well, before this, I was doing plumbing. At 16, I went to tech on my plumbing. 18, I joined the Royal Irish part-time. Shortly after joining, I uh, joined the band, Pipes and Drums. Through that, I've seen the world. But you know, I've done a lot of things I'm not, not proud of. I, I was in the world of partying and drinking. I was drinking from that broken cistern, which could never, never satisfy. But I thank God tonight I'm drinking from that living water. If you don't mind, I'm going to do these notes for I can't read them. It's me writing. But, but, uh, Olivia warned me about speaking tonight. Not to make a mess of it, but sorry. Where was I? Yes, I grew up in the Royal Irish. joined the Royal Irish, Pipes and Drums, I did. We're all over the world, engagements and stuff like that there, but to my shame, as I said, I had no time for God. All I wanted to do was work, be in the Royal Irish, and that was it. Earn money. Money was my God, if I'm honest. But I, uh, in my 20s then, I got into a relationship with a girl. I got her pregnant. Much to my mum and dad's, I'm sure it was, she brought shame to the family, but they never said nothing. They supported me through it all. And uh, I had wee Brady. Then I thought, which was the right thing to do, I, I thought I'd go and get married. Eleven months later, it was over. Eleven months later, I had no marriage, I had no child. I can remember sitting in a garage under the influence of alcohol, crying my eyes out. And there's one thing brought to my remembrance. My dad said to me once, the Lord will take you the easy way or the hard way. I don't even know what that meant them, but I, I could specifically remember hearing them words. That was okay. And uh, I lost the house anyway. I moved back home. It's hard to beat your mummy's cooking anyway. Sorry, Susanna. <laughs> but yours is good too. But uh, uh, I moved back home. I had no time for the, for the Lord, even after all that trauma. I just went back into the world, partying, which I thought was good, but I always had an emptiness within. Until one day, a fella joined the band with us, a saved fella. And after a week or two, he asked me to go to the church with him. I goes, here we go. 
So I went with him. We went to Whitewell one night. It was a good meeting. I remember that. But it really had no effect on me. So I thought, but little day that I knew, God was starting to move on my life. That was okay. Three or four weeks later, I went back to Whitewell. And it was a different service. I felt that Pastor McConnell was preaching right to me. There were thousands there. And my heart was pricked. But then, oh, the devil put the thoughts in my head. What about this? What about that? What about your mates? So I went out the same way I went in, unfortunately. But you know, that week, I could not think straight. The Lord started to work, and I couldn't work because all that was in my head, you need to get saved. So I remember it as well. It was a Wednesday night in May. I came, I came back to the house, straight to my bedroom, and opened God's Word to Second Timothy. Bear with me. Look at you, right? Chapter 4. This is actually the verse. This is not the verse we could say. This is what I should have started to start with. This verse. There's two verses I want to read out tonight. And I forgot, but I'm going to read it now. It's 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 18. This is a promise the Lord gave to me after I was saved. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. What a promise. There was two verses I wanted to start off with. The other one's found in Philippians. Forgive me yet again. You know I was a plumber. The paperwork's a disaster. <laughs> you would help us with that. What was the worst, kid? Forgive me. Chapter 3 and verse 10. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be made conformable unto his death, if by any means I may attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Not as though I had already attained either 
were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended for Christ Jesus. Back to that Wednesday night when I came back to the house, when I was under deep conviction. conviction. We turn to Luke 23. In verse 39, I just came into my room and I just opened my Bible and this was, this was the, the page that opened to me. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him saying, Dost thou not fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And you know, when I read that, there was an explosion in my heart. That just proves grace. Like that same thief earlier on that day was mocking Jesus. But there's something he's seen in the Lord. He knew his need of salvation. You know, them thieves on the cross, that's what we deserved. But we thank God for the for the for the blood. We thank God for the sacrifice he made for us. There and then I got down on my knees. I confessed my sins. I asked the Lord to forgive me. And he saved me. And you knew something he did. Then and There and then he put a new song in my mouth. A new song in my heart. He put me on that rock, Christ Jesus. From then on, I, uh, the first thing I'd done was ring my mates. And you know, they were all pleased. And I just, I just want to shout it out. You know, if, you, if you're saved here tonight, don't be selfish. Don't keep it to yourself. This grace is for all. So, you know, that was, yes, I got saved, but that was only the beginning. Then I got, I got friendly with a couple of guys from the local church, uh, they loaded them in one of them, our local church, and uh, we had really good fellowship. It's so important fellowship with good Christian brothers and sisters. It uh, it's what you need for growth. But anyway, moving on, I uh, I was going on with the Lord. As I said before, the marriage was over, got divorced. But, uh, you know, this just proves my thoughts. I got married because I thought it was the right thing to do. And I was speaking to my dad after, and he says, what would you do that for? You know, it's, these are my thoughts. But that was okay. And 
I got friendly with this lad, and he rung me up one Friday night and said to me, it was a Wednesday night, and he said, what are you doing on Friday night? I says, nothing. He says, I have a blind date for you. I goes to myself, what header has this man got lined up for me? Praise God, the night that header's sitting down there <laughs> on a mitre. But you know, I thank the Lord every day for a good Christian wife. Like, we pray together, we read together. It's so, so, it means so much for growth, even in my life. And I thank God every day, you know, cherish it. A partner. And uh, we're blessed to have we, Olivia, now saved, recently baptized, going on with the Lord. But you know, as I said before, getting saved was only the beginning. You know, as we were even talking earlier on about John, John Weir, I loved, I just want to publicly thank John. John's a good friend to me. He's really the one that gave me a shift to do more for the Lord, to push me. And uh, even through his missions and helping out and stuff, there's so much to be done. We're in the last of the last days. Christian friend, if you're here tonight, don't be getting comfortable. It's only what's done for Christ will last. It's the only thing that's going to count. Uh, so recently, even coming up to now that we're here, we were helping out last year at a mission up in Mayo Bridge. My good friend, Ronnie and Jean. But you know, before this, sorry, we were at a fellowship in Bombbridge. And you know, I was comfortable. I enjoyed it all right. I thought this was the place for me, but you know, God started to stir our hearts. And for a couple of years, you could say we fought it. But you know, God was moving. Even before this, me and Suzanne had planned to go to Canada, even to live. There's not, nobody knows that, but the Lord shut the door. It was through a, to be honest, it was through a painful time, you know, but God gave me the peace, gave us the peace. And we believe tonight this is where he wants us to be. I, I hadn't a clue where he wanted us until one day I was talking to Ronnie and Jean. And I knew if it's somewhere where they're getting well fed, I knew it would be a, a good sound place. So I thank God for this place tonight. You know, tonight, if you're here and you're not saved, what's it going to take? Look around you. We're at the end of the end times. We are on the days of Noah. But thank God we're still in the days of grace. But the only warning I could give you, God shut the door in the ark. And like his return is imminent. The same thing as Lord, the God shutting the door of the ark, 
the the days of grace will be over. Come to this Saviour, make no delay. It's wonderful what he can do in a life, even through my fumbled up words. As I said before, it's not about me. It's all about the Lord and what he'd done on the cross. Like we deserved, we deserved what them thieves took. We deserved that punishment. Like even in the garden. Like I, I, don't, I don't think people grasp this. He had the power. I know we sing it, he could have called 10,000 angels. He had the power to call 10,000 angels and bypass the cross. But he went willingly for you and me. Choose Christ tonight. I know one thing. Come now. Don't try and clean yourself up and then come. That's not the way it works. God is willing that none should perish. That precious blood, even as we're singing, that's singing. What's heaven going to be like? We're singing like, like that's singing here, earthly singing. What's heaven going to be like? Friends, tonight if you're here and not saved, and you want to spend eternity in glory, singing like that, and praise and worship to our King, come tonight. Don't be going home and saying, what about my mates, like I did? What about this? What about that? Come to the Lord tonight. You know, I know there's people sitting on this so-called fence. You know, there's no fences in eternity. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. You know, we might not even see our homes tonight. The Lord could burst through the sky tonight. Where would you be? That is the reality of this tonight. Don't leave this place until you get right with the Lord. I pray. Friends, tonight, that's just a wee short message. And I thank the Lord for what he's done in my life and what he's continuing to do and what else he has for me. The longer I serve him, the sweeter he grows.